All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. If you had a time machine, would you go to the future or would you go to the past? Uh, past. Me too. I don't want to know. Yeah. I may go to the future and be dead. Yeah. I don't. I'll wait for the future, but I want to go back and hang out with people like my grandma. My oh, I was thinking like historical folks, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could go way back and hang out with Jesus. That'd be cool. I was thinking about Abe Lincoln. Did you know Abe Lincoln, even when he died, was very unpopular? Mm-mm. Very unpopular. No, I would assume. He only got, became popular way, way after he died. Mm, it's typically how it ro- works, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. he cha- I told you he changed vice presidents after the first term to the second, right? Oh. Don't talk about that here. Mike, I don't think talk about so. That on the podcast. Yeah, Abe Lincoln was not a popular president. He only won the first election with forty percent because four people ran. Okay, <clears throat> so why? But I would like to hang out with Abe Lincoln. What's up with him switching his VP? Uh, I switched it to Andrew Johnson when he ran the second time because he wanted a unity party ticket from both parties. That's why it's where Team Arrivals comes in. You got all these folks in the same, they're all working together, mm-hmm. but they all, a lot of them hate each other. He put together a Team Arrivals, including his vice president. And some people, there are conspiracy theories that his vice president was one of the people that tried to have him, that had him killed. Mm. A conspiracy theory, for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, that would be cool. Uh, so I go, I would go to the past too. So if, you want to go back to seven or 18, um, I would go, whatever. As long as I had like my iPhone. Okay. <laughs> well, um, Back to the Future, he would have, he had his hoverboard with him. I would like to check out a few things. I'd like to see, you know, George Washington, our country started then. Mm-hmm. I'd like to I see just want, I don't, dinosaurs. I like the amenities of today. But you, but you don't have to live there, but let's just say you go for a day trip. Okay. You take a picnic basket, your iPhone, you go for a day trip. Okay, I can do that. Uh, 65% of people say they would travel back in time. So um, that, I was like thinking 2012. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, you, you, 2012 uh, is a good year I have a note here that you went to Chick-fil-A and nobody's wearing masks well there were some people wearing masks we were getting food through the drive-thru but then I had to use the bathroom so I put on my mask and I ran in to use the bathroom and I noticed a group of about six young high school dudes walk in and they didn't have a mask and on the front of the door it says please wear a face covering but then it wasn't enforced which I get it every establishment is different but they just all got in line, standing around, ordered their no masks, got their food. I, I just, I couldn't, I was, I wanted to say something because I felt like. Oh, don't do that. I know, but they were young <laughs> and I felt like I wanted to be like, hey boys, hey kids. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't, but then I was irritated that the people working at Chick-fil-A didn't say anything because it says it on the door and they could solve that by saying, hey guys, Get a face covering and come back in. Well, often I'll do citizens arrests in town for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you imagine how someone would react if you tried to citizens arrest them? They just take their hand, put it behind their back. Yeah, I'm, I was about to. I was irritated because it's just frustrating. Not your job. You I know, know. I know. I just was like, can y'all read the door? Hey, kids. <laughs> like, even if you disagree with it, it's on the door. It's a rule. Even if right. you're like, I don't. Even if you're like a Facebook. Warrior. I know, but then the girl. You're getting your information off random sites on Facebook and not listen to the 98% of doctors who say something. Yeah. The girl just working the cashier checkout thing, she just, she didn't say anything. I kept waiting for her to be like, do y'all have your masks? But she didn't. And I thought, man, it's a bummer. You know, we watched last night was episode one of Upload. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? Who has seen this? Mike, you've seen it? Morgan, you've seen it? I've seen it. Eddie watched it and said it was terrible. 
I saw that it's getting a season two, but we watched the first episode. Kayla didn't love it. It took me a second, but I think I'm going to really like it. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. I, I don't know that you would like it. I love stuff in the future. I love... I love Ready Player One, that movie where you're like living as an avatar inside of a game because I think that's basically what people are doing a bit now, but I do see that happening a lot more in the future. Mm. Morgan, what would you think about it? Oh, I loved it. You I binge-watched the whole thing. Oh, and yeah. I, How many episodes are there? I want to say it's 10. Does it Does it even get better? No, it gets so much better. And oh. it, and I, I really loved it. I, I don't know if Amy would like it, but you and I do like some of the same future things, and I see why Eddie didn't like it because it's not his thing. But it's definitely like up our alley for sarcasm and just how they created the show. And it's so different from everything else out there. Oh. Yeah, the creator of The Office is the guy who, who did this. Greg mm-hmm. Daniels. Yeah. Right? Um, I already feel left out. Mike, do you like it? It's yeah. Yeah. Caitlin was like, this is not for me. And I was like, just give it a chance. And then near the first ep- end of the first episode, I think she was finally coming around to it. But I like that nerdy stuff. Like what it is is you die. And before you die, you because this guy has an accident. And I've seen they, the preview. They but. can either take him to the operating room or they can take him to the upload room. And if you go to the operating room, you may die, but you may actually live longer. But if you go to the upload room, they can upload you. And how, what sucks is, depending on how much money you have, it, it costs to upload you places, nicer places, more money. And then you have to pay. It's like in-app purchases. So it's like, like it, it's a... I'm following. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I think I'm going to like it more and more. But we watched it. Um so it's pretty cool. It's getting a second season. That means people are liking it. They're streaming it a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, when's the second season of that The Boys come out? Uh, I think in September. Man, that's taking a while. I know they got shooting on it quick. That's a superhero show on, on Amazon. Did you watch Maze Runner with your kids? Yeah, I mean, they more so watched it than me, but they loved it. Really? Mm-hmm. And Morgan Number 2 recommended that. It really wasn't my thing, but the kids are so entertained, and I think there's three Mm-hmm. Of the, I love that when they find a movie that there's more of, like we went through Hunger Games, then we watched all of Divergent. Because, I mean, it's summer. There's still, it's like every night knowing that around 7.30 we can put on a movie and they'll just chill. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> so that's, we did Maze Runner and we're going to do probably Maze Runner 2 tonight, Maze Runner 3 tomorrow night. Do you just get on your phone or on your computer when they're watching it or do you just go around the house and do other stuff? Uh, no, I try to be there with them. Hunger Games, I w- watch every minute with them. Divergent, I was I was in and out, but I l- I'll be doing laundry, full clothes, like in and out, yes, on my computer, but I try to be with them. I'll make popcorn. I'll be like, don't worry, guys, I, I got your snacks, and I disappear for a little bit and then come back. All right, we're done with that now. We're going to get going again to today's show. <clears throat> Enjoy today's show. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends about us. If you want to help the show out, you can give us a five-star review. That does help our podcast. It really is the... for. All of you guys that listen, uh, you download, you stream it. Like, if you don't mind going to give us five stars wherever you guys are listening, that would be awesome for us. All right, thank you, guys. Here you go. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Show. Let's go. Hey, guys, what's happening? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, coming up, Mitchell Tenpenny. About an hour. This guy is such a good singer. You'll probably know him from this song right here. I've Song. Yeah, it's so good. So he's going to come and sing in studio. He's going to sing early, too. I'm always appreciative of these artists that get up so early and are like, yeah, I'll come sing, even when it's 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. So he's going to be in a little bit. I was reading a story this morning about people complimenting people's looks. 
Are you okay with someone complimenting your looks? I mean, sure. I personally have tried to look for other ways to compliment people now because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to compliment for sure somebody's weight or tell them they look skinny or anything like that. But I don't mind telling them they look radiant. Are you being a little too sensitive? No, I'm not. I, I'm not. I mean, if someone looks like they're in shape, I'll be like, "Hey, you look great." Right. I, I, I personally have learned that's not a. A, an appropriate thing to say to people. And I think coming from a disordered eating world, I don't do that anymore, but I think it's fine if you want to. Or hair or eyes, all yeah, that stuff physical. Yeah, eyes, you fine. look beautiful. You're, you look beautiful. If someone told fine. me I look radiant, I would be like, what are you drinking? Why are you, what does that even mean? I just was giving an example of another word, but beautiful is fine. Cause oh, I'm not complimenting anybody's look, so for real, I'm not getting in trouble. That's too dangerous. Okay, and see, for me, I, th- I it's dangerous if I compliment that somebody looks skinny, because how do I know what's contributing to that? And I don't, I don't want to feed into that. If you tell me I look skinny, that will be like, Thank you. (laughs) But I like that. I know you do. But also you were, yeah. Uh, There was a guy that was in my house having some painting inside. And I was like, dang, dude, you look jacked. And he was like, appreciate that. Dudes never respect whenever guys are working out. He liked that. I felt pretty good about that compliment. That's great. I feel like this could mean towards guys, but for sure towards females. Sometimes you never know. Yeah. For me, when I was struggling, if someone said I look skinny, it fed into it and I would get fueled to get more skinny. And that wasn't healthy for me. Well, commenting on someone's appearance when you don't have a close relationship with them is not good. They say don't do it. Just don't com- – appearance, period, whatsoever. I don't do it. I mean, unless I'm complimenting something super specific and I know that person's been working on that thing specific, I'm out. But I don't I don't ever see someone on the street and be like, heck of a skirt. Never. <laughs> yeah, you Never. do that. Or someone in the building. Or at work. Yeah. Right, listen, if I don't know you on a close level, you ain't going to get a compliment from me unless it's like something funny you said. Yeah. My husband was on like a Zoom call with some people, like professional work meeting. And there was a girl in there and then another guy joined in and he said something to the girl like, oh, your hair looks really good today. It was like, that is so inappropriate. He couldn't believe it. All he did was compliment her hair, but he couldn't believe the inappropriateness because it was in front of all these people and then how it could be just the. Well, can I throw this? What if he knows her and knows she got a haircut? Because then I know it's I wouldn't do it. It's just a fine line, especially when you better walk it exactly right. Right. And so he just was thinking, man, I would never say that to a woman that I work with, maybe to a friend, but not to a a girl on Zoom that you're doing a work contract with. Well, then it's always weird, too, because you go, hey, man, wow, your hair looks great. Then they could be like, well, didn't you still look great? Because that's kind of what I do to folks. (laughs) We're like, dang, you look good. What have you been up to? Like, what do you mean I look good now? I didn't used to look good. Yeah, I know. The struggle good. is real. Uh, anyway, work, not good. Friendship, okay. That's how I live my life. Okay. I'm not good at taking compliments anyway. I always think somebody's up to something. Somebody says something nice about me. I'm like, what do you want? What, what's, what's this play here? Well, uh, people can compliment you. Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll accept three. Go ahead. I Okay. I'm ready. I feel like you are one of the smartest people that I know. You have a very generous. Are you just saying this? Come no, you really right are. Okay. It's see, actually, I can't even accept it. And that was a genuine. <laughs> it's so genuine that I'll tell you, it's actually a little annoying sometimes. What is how smart you are? Because oh. you retain information. Like you read it once, and then you, you know, I have to read it five times, and then I might remember. But I don't think that's intelligence. I think I just am just lucky to be able to remember stuff. No, you. Okay. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you. Number two. And then number two is you have a very generous heart. Thank you. You're very giving, and empathetic. Which is good. I think that's what it is. I'm no no Nobel 
prize winner yeah. for my heart. But I think I've been through a bunch of crap and I know what it's like. So that's, I'm right. just trying to help folks But some out. people go through a bunch of crap and they don't care about helping people. And they don't have any empathy and you do. Okay. And then a uh, third thing, biceps looking good. HR, Ray, can we get <laughs> HR on the phone? Yep. Not really feeling comfortable with where this is going. <laughs> I'll tell Steve. Okay. All right. Okay, my turn. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm joking. Feels Great. uncomfortable, right? I would it much does. rather be the giver than the getter. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Thank you guys for listening and for calling. You can always hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. Hey, Bobby and crew. So I have a question for you, Bobby. I know first impressions are crucial, and I've just been curious, what were your first impressions of Caitlyn? Did you like her right off the bat? Did you think it was a match made in heaven? I don't know. I want to know. All right. Bye, guys. First impression was she didn't pay me any any attention. So I was like, interesting. You're like, Because oh, I-, I met her, and we didn't talk for two or three months. I met her when Lauren and Elena did Dancing with the Stars. I met her that first episode of that season because a friend does PR for ABC. And then I met her and it was just like, eh, whatever. And then there was nothing. We didn't talk or anything. And then... But when you met her, what was your impression? She's very pretty. Beautiful, funny. Well, we didn't talk that much. It was like, hey, how's it going? Good. We talked for a second. There were like four people there in this little circle. Um, A follower on Instagram. We sent one message back and forth closer to when I was going back out there. And then I liked it that she didn't like me. Is that Of course. Healthy? Everybody likes the chase. I don't know about the chase. I definitely had to chase. Oh, whatever. A bit. Guys definitely like it when the girl doesn't like them. If she were to like you right away, you might be like, eh. Oh yeah, I definitely would have been. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but exactly. Then what happened was I could tell you I was staying out there, and I may have told the story on the air before. I was staying out there and it was the first time we were going out um, on a date. She didn't know it was a date, she says. Um, but I was like, hey, I'm finishing doing this game show, and then we'll go out to eat right after that. And so I come, and I go to my hotel, and I change clothes, and I walk downstairs, and I see her taking pictures of these other two people, this couple, and she's, like, doing a photo shoot with them. And I was like, oh, that's cool. She's just up helping them get the best pictures possible. And I thought, that's good. a cool person would do that. Because you always like it when someone's like, all right, let me get a picture. Okay, do this. You know how you like it when someone like yeah. does the extra mile? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's cool. And then she was super funny, and I was like, well, then it all started to go in the right direction. But she claims that first night she didn't know it was a date until like two-thirds of the way into it. And she was like, oh, we're alone. And, and well, then she was here. like, I guess we're on a date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for that. Well, all right? for me and her, it was love at first sight. I, you fell in love with me too? No. Oh. For me with her as your girlfriend, I, don't I was know like that that's approved. True. Let me say, I don't, well, maybe when you met her in person. Well, yeah, because i that's the first time I met her. When, when I person. showed you a picture of us the first time, you were like, what's going on here? Well, I was like, why is she all over you like that? Well, we take and, a funny picture. Right. Yeah. But to me, I was like, she doesn't know you. Yeah. And, not that, and I guess I'm just protective of you in that way. And I'm like, what's she after? Mm-hmm. Like, what is she in LA for? She's trying to be an actress? Trying it, to be a singer? And she was doing none, none of, that. of that. Once right. I learned more about her, I was like, okay, this makes sense. And oh, she's just a very like personable, touchy person. And so I just felt like a little touchy for the first picture that it I was saw. A, there were, it was a four thing picture. This is what happened. We went to the Dancing with the Stars after party. And then they're like, hey, do a pose like you're a danced couple. Yeah. Now that I know her, that yeah. totally makes sense. Totally. But- I was I was protective of you. That's all. And then you met her, and you fell in love. First sight. Why? 
because she's awesome. Even my sister met her the other day and was like, okay, she's really cool. Like just right off the bat, her personality is very easy. Like me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, a little different. When but I'm not on the air, I'm, she's just I'm shut down. Funny, right. friendly, yes. whatever, personable, and like really down to earth and caring. And kind. She has a lot of really good attributes. Okay, enough. Enough about me. All right, let's go to uh, the second one. Mr. Bobby Bones, I hate to break it to you, but you picked the worst time in your life to start playing video games as much as you are. They're relationship killers, man. Don't do it. You can't keep your abilities at NBA 2K and Caitlin happy. It's just going to be a really tough balance. I used to play video games with my boys all the time, and then I got married, and I had to sell that thing, man, because it was just, it's just I think you get it. If there's anything that I can do, it's set a goal and achieve it. And my goal is to keep playing video games and stay in an amazing relationship. That's all. I'll do it. I, we're now talking about a, a Madden football league. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe a lesser person couldn't, but I can. She doesn't get that annoyed with me anymore. Well, I feel like you're pretty good about the time you spend on I it. I try to be deliberate. Sometimes right. it can. she's like, you got to be on Like uh, last night, for example. She wasn't feeling 100%, and I was like, hey, I'm going to go play video games for a little bit. And she was like, all right. But I could tell by the tone of her voice she didn't really mean it. So I said, like, you know what? Never mind. So I went, and we laid down, and we watched a show, and went to bed. Look at you reading tones. Love it. It's a tough one. It's a skill that I've never had to even attempt to get better at. But now I'm like, hmm, how, how much resonation is there in that voice? So, yeah, tones is tough. Uh, one more. Here we go. Question that I've been wondering is, Bobby, you got bullied as a young child in Arkansas. Do you ever talk to those people that bullied you? Have they ever apologized? Have you ever seen them again? And for Amy, I know Stashira wanted a pool. I guess uh, Stevenson did, too. So did you guys get a pool with your new house? All right, you guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. I uh, got picked on, beat up a lot as a kid. I don't talk to them. They haven't apologized. I don't need them to... Um, I haven't seen them again. So no, no, no to all of them. So, yeah. At one point in time, you had a list. Oh, no, no. I, I still know the list. And secondly, one of them reached out to me on Facebook once and was like, I never bullied you. But he was going to beat the crap out of me all the time. And I was like, block. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like getting cyber bullied. So I just got out of there. Uh, new house? New house, uh, new pool. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, this house came with one and like a backyard that they can run around and play in. So yes, the kids are pumped because when they came to America, they definitely wanted a pool. Thank you for all the calls. 877-77-BOBBY. Ask us questions, suggest segments. Usually once a day, we just kind of sit down and hear what you have to say. I saw this list on Billboard, their songs of the summer 2020. I'm going to play them for you. But I have my songs of the summer and country music as well. They don't ever do those, so I'll do it. But see if you know these. Songs of the Summer. These are pop songs. And number five, Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. Yes. Most of these I'm going to know from TikTok, honestly. Number four, Doja Cat. Say so, Doja Cat. The Weekends at number three, Blinding Lights. I hear this on Kiss FM sometimes. Good. Yeah. I'll put it over and we get off the air and Seacrest is still on in the morning over there sometimes and he'll play this a little bit. 
Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, I'm Savage. What? Yeah. Classy, bougie, the number one song of summer is Rockstar from The Baby and Roddy Rich. So here we go. These are the real summer songs, according to me, though. At number five, Travis Denning, After a Few. This comes on the radio. And when that guitar part starts at the beginning of it, I was like, what song is this? I like this song. And then it takes a minute. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a good one. It took over a year to be number one. But that's a number five. And number four, and it's currently my favorite song on the radio right now. Hey, are they confirmed to come in Friday, Scuba? Maddie and Tay, yes. Yeah. They're, they're going to be our Friday morning conversation. Maddie and Tay die from a broken heart. This is one of those songs I have a lot of friends that are songwriters in town, and they're like, I wish we had written that. Because it's such an interesting concept. Do you relate to the song at a point in your life when you're like, am I even going to make it? That's such a bad breakup. Yeah. That's number four. My number four song of summer. Maddie and Tay, Die from Broken Heart. At and just to be clear, just for anybody out there that's experiencing Go heartache, ahead. you will not die. I'm of proof. a broken heart. Of a broken heart. Right. Heart He'll disease die. is a different thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the number one killer in America. If you don't wear a mask, oh, no. wait, wait. Uh, number three, the song that probably stays in my head more than any other song. What do you think it is? Song of the summer. Three? And it's a number three for my list. I'm try- I know my top three, and I'm assuming they might be yours. But this song stays in my head if it plays just once all day long. I'm like, hmm. Go ahead. One That's margarita, it. Yeah. two margarita. Number two is Morgan Wallen, Chasing You. Chasing you. Man. My preference this is my favorite, but I'm not putting it at number one on the list. Number one is, what do you think it is? Is it hard to forget? Yeah, Sam Hunt, hard yeah. to forget. You've got a cold heart and a cold heart truth. I got a bottle of whiskey, but I got no proof that you showed up tonight. And that dress just a mess for my head. That's such a jam. And you were the one on it. When they first released it, you were like, this is it. Mm-hmm. it took me a second. Yeah, I would but say. I love it. Those are those top three. Would be mine, except for I, I'm obsessed with Miranda Lambert Bluebird, so I'd probably throw that at least. Honorable mention? Honorable No, I mean, it's for me, it's in my top five. But I'm saying of this list, I'll give you an honorable mention. Oh, well, thank You're you. Welcome. Then yes. Um, Here, my favorite part. Shh. It did it. <laughs> uh, my honorable mention will be Luke Combs and Eric Church. Does to me. And it might not be much to you, but it does to me. Come on. Bobby The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The lineup for the 10th anniversary of the iHeartRadio Music Festival is here. Keith Urban, Kane Brown, Thomas Rhett, and more will be performing. It's going down on September 18th and 19th, and you can watch on CWTV.com. Jake Owen doesn't believe he's very talented musically. I find that when you have a talent in something, if you're not interested in it to the highest degree, then it doesn't matter how talented you are in it. If Because what does it matter? And I found that I'm not that talented in music 
Thomas Rhett talked about his three kids and having more. I thought that adding three to the mix would be a lot harder, but it really just tacks on a little bit of the chaos. I think when you have more than two kids, you could have five, six, seven. I mean, it does get harder, but I think that as they kind of become into that one and a half year old to two year range, it starts to get a little bit easier. I would say the infant stage is definitely the hardest, but I think once Lennon starts to get six months to a year, I think it's going to be just fine. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Good Samaritans in the Atlanta area are helping to make life easier for a man who lost his only means of transportation to his dialysis appointments when his car burned in a fire. Devontae McCoy wasn't sure how he was going to get these treatments until a couple stepped up and said, hey, you know, we'll give you rides. And we're like, you know what? We're just going to give you a car. Times have been tough for him, whose job in the film industry came to a halt because of coronavirus and them not being able to shoot. So he wasn't able to replace the car for himself. And so they heard they want to stay anonymous, but they're like, here you go. Here's the keys. We don't use this car as much as you will. And so he drives it to his appointments three times a week, and he has a car to go to the grocery store, too. Isn't that Love crazy? It. Yeah, they just saw it online, and so I was in the neighborhood and donated to him. Man, that is awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Shreveport, Louisiana. A 29-year-old woman was mad at her boyfriend the other night, so she wanted to argue. She starts yelling at him, and he's like, look, I don't want to argue. And she goes, no, you're going to argue back. I'm not going to argue. So she pulled out a gun and shot him. Oh, well, that solves that. When you pull out a gun, I wonder, did she have it on her belt? Did she go get it? Did he know she was going to get the gun? It doesn't say. It just says she pulled out a gun and shot him. Now, he didn't die. No, he's in critical condition. Oh. He is? Yeah. Terrible. Because the rule is in the bonehead, you can't die. Correct. No, but critical. But it's still alive. We need to Google it every hour. (laughs) Oh, this is terrible. But I'm going to say this. Most people that are with crazy folks are also crazy. Crazy attract crazy. Like, this isn't the first time she's gone nutty on him. There's no way they're in this relationship and he's surprised by this action. Okay. Because this just doesn't hop out. Right. Or there's there's more to the story we don't know. It's just not a whack-a-mole where right. she comes up and goes, ah! like they've had situational incidents. I'm going to bed at this point. Yeah. So she in jail? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I'm lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Mitchell Tenpenny. What's up, man? Dude, you good? I'm I'm happy. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Thank you all so much. I'm gonna play a couple hooks here. Uh, Ray, play a hook of Drunk Me. Happy. You may know this song from Mitchell Tenpenny. Did a cover of Someone You Loved, right? The, yeah. Yeah, let me play some of this. Now the day bleeds, Recognize that one? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Broken Up is the new one, which he's going to play in a minute. Now, here's the first question I have for you because I got a message and I wrote down who it was from. <laughs> nice. From I Love My Fans slash M Tenpenny. Saying it was you, asking me for $50 and Amazon <laughs> gift cards. That's you, right? 100%. That's all me. No. I only sent one gift card, so. <laughs> Thanks, man. Are you getting the people imp- being imposters of yeah, you all the time? Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we've told people as much as we can, you know, just try to send them in, you know, give them the link for the, you, uh, for the, you know, Facebook and Instagram thing. But who knows? I just, I hate that people do that. It's, it's Only blue Check marks. Yeah, that's it. That's simple. the only account you have. You yeah. want with the blue check mark. Yeah, I'm terrible enough at social media. Having two or three accounts, just uh, I don't know what to do. Man, uh, Mitchell's one of the best singers around. So I, that's why I wanted to have you in. Are you going Thank in you, many brother. places now or no? 
Uh, to play? Just period. Uh, just playing golf. <laughs> playing golf and pretty much this. I'm trying to starting to get some one-offs that are socially distant, a lot like like big listening room type things, hopefully. But no, not yet. We're, we're still, you know, just waiting it out. Amy, we were playing golf a couple weeks ago, and I was with Travis Denning, and Mitchell was playing like right in front of us, and his golf club was broken right into <laughs> Apparently oh, he swings. I, no, apparently I he swings mad. so hard, hits it so so hard that his club was just snapped into. He's bragging. He's walking around showing us. He's like, "Look what I got here." <laughs> no, I was trying to get another club. No, I don't know what happened. I just swung it and it broke. You know he uses a bidet. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Mitchell Tempenny uses a bidet? Yeah. Not visualize that. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you have one at the house? <laughs> yeah, I do. You just sit yeah. on that thing and let it rip. Oh yeah, I love Wait. it. It's great. What? <laughs> I think we should. I think I've said for years. I know. I know how Eastern you feel about that. Eastern culture them. has it right. Yes, we know. I'd like to salute think, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For being hygienic. <laughs> we actually uh, gave away a bidet, not a used one, but like a normal one back in back early this year. You're in the front of where everybody else is going to be coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitchell's going to play. First of all, I've asked him to play a couple songs because he's such a good singer. I want you to first play the song that we came to know you for. Yeah, man. Drunk Me. All right, you may know this song. Here's Mitchell Tenpenny playing his former number one, Drunk Me. Hey, guys, so because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore. But you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but I just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now, and thank you for listening to the show, and sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Come on. Look at this guy here. Thank you, man. Coming in, just belting it out early. <laughs> Woo, here we go. Man, man he's such a good singer. And Thank we get all the good singers, but you're such a good singer. Thank you. I feel like you could sing anything. And I don't feel like pushing you a little bit because I feel like you just pushed yourself <laughs> okay, there. Man. Like if I were to say, Mitchell, sing the Itsy Bitsy Spider, <laughs> but sing the crap out of it. No guitar needed. No guitar needed. Well, shoot. The Itsy Bitsy Spider went up the water spout. Come on. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. What's the worst of the word? Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. It's a bitsy spider when not the spider again. Come on. How do I get that right there? All right, all right. One more, one more, one more. You should record that. One more, one more, one more. How about, let's go soulful here with Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> soulful, Mary. Let's see. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb. Her face was white as snow. Come on, look at this. Cut it. I don't know what Put key that to do out. it. Put that out the radio. Dang. Oh, man. All right, we're going to come back in a second with Mitchell. You know, you have a new song that you're going to play in a second, and I tell yeah. you, what kind of uh, put me on it was... Like, I trust the opinions of people that I admire. And when you put yeah. this song out, so many of my friends were going, this oh, is a great song. Now, when you Thank said you. it, I thought, I meant to just talking about himself. But when I saw some <laughs> other friends saying it, I was like, all right, all right. Well, so, uh, Mitchell's going to play that song in a second. Um, so, you have a new song called Broken Up. And, yeah. I, you know, songs come out all the time. But when I see people that I value their opinion go, man, this is a jam. I was like, let me thank give you. that a listen. And I tell you, I liked it, Mitchell. <laughs> well, thank you, Bobby. It means a lot. And so uh, I'm glad you're here because we're about to play this. Now, this is about someone who's still broken up, but it's about a breakup. Tell me about this song. Yeah, I mean, more than that, it's it's about, you know, being honest and, and admitting that you're the reason the relationship ended, kind of being vulnerable. Um, you know, the second verse is even... You know, yeah, karma called me up the other night. I guess she knows my name. And mom always knew what to say, but she she's not on my side this time. And it's there's something about being vulnerable and admitting that this was my fault. And uh, you can only better yourself once you admit that. Is this about 
you or is it about one <laughs> I like we got four There's, songwriters here yeah yeah uh we actually wrote it in about 30 minutes waiting for our buddy's bachelor party me devin dawson kyle fishman and ernest k uh, and like we wrote about thirty, and just one of those just kind of fell out. That's and, not the question, Mitchell. Yeah. I was asking. <laughs> I tried to, if, <laughs> it definitely has a lot of a lot of a lot, lot of, of me. There's in a it. lot of personal. A lot in of there. personal All in right. it for sure. All right, here we go. This is uh, Mitchell <laughs> Timpenny. See how he's trying to pivot out of that question. <laughs> I caught on. A good interviewer though dials in <laughs> right away and holds you know him accountable. You know All right, here we go. Mitchell Tenpenny with his newest song called "Broken Up." <laughs> <laughs> That's me crying. Come on, look no, at that, thank man. You, man. Thank you. Dang. She hit you back up here. <laughs> all right, it's all right. Every now, every now. All right. It's vulnerable. You got to put that out there. Listen, yeah. in a different way, like, you know, I've written books and do a radio show and talk about my personal life at times. Yeah. And you kind of put it out there for folks in a vulnerable way so they don't feel alone. But at the same time, you're like, oh, boy. If, yeah, you know, you I know that person's hearing me talk about this. I, that's that's always the challenge. It's like I don't care about the world. I care about the one person. Like I don't want I don't want them to think something they don't need to think. But at the same time, I want to be honest with it. Good for you. I wonder too, because sometimes you can write a song and it may just not go anywhere, right? Oh, absolutely. But then yeah. when you get something, you're like, oh man, I want this to be number one, but then it's... that means they're for sure going to hear it. <laughs> like, I'd love for this song to be the biggest song ever, but for sure if it goes number one, she's going to Right. Yeah. Do you ever have folks uh, reach out to you now that you've had some success being like, hey, buddy, we were best friends back in ninth grade? <laughs> uh, yeah, a few. But, uh, you know, I've, I've kept. You know, I'm born and raised here, so I've kept pretty much in touch with everybody I, I grew up with, and so it's fun. Uh, it's fun to he- have my friends come back out and say, "Hey," and kind of meet up with them. Hasn't been too bad. I have more cousins now than I actually <laughs> yeah, have. That now that family's different. I've had some family come out of nowhere that I had no idea existed. Like <laughs> people match with me, like nine-time cousin from yeah. 23 and Me, and now all of a sudden they're my cousin. And yeah. so I hear from my hey cousin on Facebook, yeah. we share 1.2 percent DNA, and I'm like, what are you even cousins? <laughs> You found me online. You spit in a tube. That's how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Mitchell Tenpenny's here. Um, check it out. Check out the song. Download it. Stream it. How it? Sing you. it. Yeah, I think you get paid for it, even if someone sings it out in public. I think so. Yeah. I think that's how it works. Very little. But you do. <laughs> All right. Hey, good to see you, man. Yeah, uh, you too, Follow brother. him Thank on Instagram y'all. at M, the number 10 penny, as in Mitchell Tenpenny. That song's called Broken Up. All right. There we go. Anything you'd like to say in conclusion, Amy, to Mitchell? I kind of want him to sing something else to us. Like, that's like a... <laughs> The nursery rhymes, like throw one last thing out, like um, something random. Hickory Dickory Docks, one of my old favorites. Do you yeah. know that one? It's gonna sound I don't so good. The mel- Hickory Dickory Dock, the mouse. Ran- I don't remember a melody to hey, it. I make thought it was up just your a own poem. melody. That's what it is. This is Mitchell Timpenny Day. Hickory Dickory Dock, all the mouse ran up a clock. I don't know the rest of the, the words. Clock strike. Clock strike twelve. <laughs> Now and Hickory fell. To, I don't yeah, there you go. There you oh, go. Hickory, Dickory, Dock. Nice. See how beautiful? <laughs> no, we can do this all day. Sorry, man. You can do a whole nursery rhyme album. Yeah, we should do it. It'd be fun. We. You got a mouse cool. in your pocket? Hickory, Dickory, <laughs> yeah. Dock over there? Because yeah. I ain't doing it with you. All right, Mitchell Tenpenny, good to see you, my friend. You too, man. Here's a voicemail from Sierra. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. I wanted to give a shout-out to my husband, Aaron. He is deployed right now in Baby Elias, and I miss him so much. Love you, Daddy. Uh, if you guys could do it, too, that'd be awesome to the 71st, 723rd. And I want to thank you all so much for all that you do. We love your show. Thank you, Amy and Eddie. You guys are an inspiration and amazing. Uh, we are in the process of foster care ourselves, and you guys are a big encouragement. First of all, Aaron, big shout out to you. Appreciate what you're doing. The 71st, 723rd. Aaron and everybody inside of that. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Amy, a lot of listeners reach out because Amy has two adopted children. Eddie has two foster kids. Look at you guys. 
I mean, it, uh, people, so many people were an encouragement to me. So, yeah, if we can be that to others, that is what it's all about. And I just want you to know, like, you're amazing for doing it and you're not alone. And you just got to keep, keep, keep ahead. Like, I don't even know to say, like, there's going to be some rocky roads ahead, but you just have to, like, keep going and it'll get amazing. You guys can call us anytime, 877-77-BOBBY. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I'm looking forward to this. One of my favorites, Julia Roberts, is teaming up with another favorite, Denzel Washington, and they're doing a Netflix movie together. It's called Leave the World Behind, and it's going to tackle issues like race, class, and parenthood. The last time they did a movie together, it was back in 1993. Can you name the movie? Nope. No? Denzel and Julia Roberts? No. The Pelican Brief. Never saw it. It was a John Grisham novel. I'm not drawn to Julia Roberts movies. Oh, I love her. I don't know that I've ever... My Best Friend's Wedding? Never saw it. I love Denzel Washington movies, especially when he's the shoot 'em up guy. Yeah, he's like, good. He's good. I like Denzel Washington when he's a bad guy. Like, I like that, but I don't know that I've ever seen a Julia Roberts movie, period. Steel Magnolias? Never seen it. Pretty Woman? Never seen it. Stop. Okay, so sources say that when. Hold on. He- Julia Roberts did play herself or in the uh, Oceans movies. Oh, she was herself. Yeah. Wow. You got a real winner there. Yeah. All right. Sorry to interrupt. What <laughs> well, else? sources say the winning bid for the movie rights uh, was over $100 million. Wow. Uh, so we don't have a release date, though. So it's kind of like a little tease of what's to come. But when that drops on Netflix, I will watch it day one. The Umbrella Academy out on July 31st, I believe. Eh. I loved that. I that know. Umbrella Academy is like superheroes, but... I forget their talent. It's like I, a superhero turd. No, it wasn't. It was amazing. <laughs> to me. But season two comes out in 31st. Their talent, didn't they all have different talents? They were all born. Hey, Mike, do you remember what the story was, Umbrella Academy? Like, they were all born. They were all born on the same day. They're all born on the same day. And then they had all had a weird superpower. One of them could never find their power. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What else? So Jana Kramer auditioned for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but I guess she hasn't heard back as to whether or not she's going to make the show, but she was doing her podcast and she had uh, Melissa Gorga and Joe Judice from Real Housewives of New Jersey on her podcast. And while they were talking, she just casually was like, well, I guess I could say that we auditioned for the show during quarantine, but we haven't heard back. But she lives in Nashville. Are they going to move out to California if they get it? I guess so. Do you watch that one? Beverly Hills? Yeah. They're a little too glam for me. I know, but... Like when they cut away and do the interviews and they're dressed like they're going to prom. I don't like that that much. I like New York if I'm going to watch because they're more real and they're not trying to put on pearls for the sake of a five second video clip. I would say I equally like Beverly Hills, Orange County, and New York all the same. Those are my top top tier. Mm -hmm. And then there's New Jersey, Atlanta... Potomac. Or I watched some Potomac. Is. I didn't really. Like, bit. I didn't really like that one. But Beverly Hills is funny. They'll have a backyard barbecue, and you're right. It, at our, we would show up in shorts and flip flops or whatever, and they show up dressed to the nines with heels and all the things. Well, even when they're not doing the show, just when they're doing the interview, the cutaways, right? They're so glam. Just nonstop glam. But I, I know that's that's what it's about. All right, well, what else? And speaking of Jana, just real quick, I guess I'll bring up that her book, The Good Fight, Wanting to Leave, Choosing to Stay, and The Powerful Practice of Loving Faithfully comes out September 22nd. Okay, cool. Ooh, that's a long title. And then I've got the top how-to searches of 2020. Huh. How so, to make hand sanitizer? 
Oddly, that's not in the top wow. 10. That's weird. You would think it would be. How to make a mask? Yes. It's in there. How to make a face mask. What have I Googled? Um, I, I would think- say how to uh, get better at NBA 2K20, like video Tips games. Tips and tricks for video games. Because I only play video games because of quarantine. I, I never played them. You didn't have time. But now that I got stuck at home when we were quarantining, not so much anymore, but now I just like to play them. But I started to go, hey, how do I do this? Um, How to make food, certain kinds of food. Yeah, baking cookies, how to poach an egg. Makeup tutorials were big for people. What's number one? How to use new software like Zoom. You know, a year ago, I didn't even know what the crap Zoom was. Oh, me neither. Mm -mm. No way. Now I can do Zoom and Microsoft Teams like a pro. I log on those things. I got oh, the apps. So I just pin a rose on your nose. Well, I know, but a it's braggy. Like, no, a couple huh? months ago. A tag braggy this morning. Okay, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. Like now, everyone wants to have a video meeting. What used to be a conference call, no matter what, on the phone, now it's video because everybody's got the the app and the software, and it's like, ugh. But anyway, there's bigger problems in the world. I'm Amy. That's my pal. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a group of students in Texas, they're doing something cool for the elderly. They're making care packages that they're sending to assisted living facilities. And it's really cool because they've got adult coloring books, like really big puzzles, because like maybe if their eyesight isn't that great, colored pencils, snacks, and handwritten notes, which I know for sure that people that are at nursing homes or assisted living homes, a handwritten note means everything to them. Do people write them to where your dad is? To yes. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they especially love it because if you think about it, a lot of times they're 80, 90 years old and writing they used to write letters back in the day. They're not of the digital. Oh, I think about that. Mm-hmm. And so that's really something that connects with them on a different level and is very personal to them. Dang, that's a good story. Yep. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a cow that doesn't produce milk? What do you call a cow that doesn't produce milk? An utter failure. Nice. That was the morning corny. How do you feel about the morning corny in general? Do you think it's growing stale? No, I mean, I always like it, but then I get, I guess, stage fright because I feel... Stage fright? Well, I don't know the right word. Okay. But I get hesitant before I give the punchline because I think, oh, they're going to hate it. No, never about us. I just mean for the listeners. Do you think they're getting... Yeah, by them, I mean they. Mm. They're going to... Those listening, you, them, everybody. Hey, Morgan, do a poll up on social media. Okay, see if they like the morning corny. Don't do it on Facebook because everybody hates everything yeah, on Facebook. It's true. If you put the poll on Facebook and you say, hey... How do you feel about the Bible today? People are like, I don't know. It used to be good. <laughs> it's just not the same anymore. Because that's what people will be like over that's there. That's true. That's true. If you do an Instagram stories poll okay. at Bobby Bone Show, where you're like, hey, morning corny, keep it. Ditch it. It's, let's just see. I'll, I'll do it on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Okay. And then, I mean, because I could spice things up. I have some after darks. Yeah, but we can't do it at this point, And you never have enough. Like, we could do some more morning corny after dark later in the show. Which after dark for our listeners doesn't mean after dark. It means later in the show when the kids aren't in school. (laughs) 
And they're not that dirty anyway. Oh, well, there's some in here that I was like, I don't know if I can say this one. All right, morning corny after dark. We'll do that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do a voicemail from Kelly in Las Vegas. Hi, Bobby. Morning studio. I am having a big problem at work. I am a grocery store manager out here in Las Vegas, and we have just been declared a red zone. And every single day I have to fight with people, get abused, and get called every name in the book for asking people to wear their masks and wear them properly. I was just wondering if you had any advice, just what you guys would say to them. Anything would help. I appreciate you guys. Love the show. Isn't it crazy that people get mad, angry, they get aggressive towards someone for saying, hey, you need to wear a mask, when it's that person's job? Mm-hmm. Like you have poor Kelly here just trying to do her job, make her check, go home, support her family, pay her light bill, buy some groceries. And part of her job is to say, hey, you need to wear a mask. She didn't make the mask rules. The mayor or the governor made the mask rules. And here's Kelly having to call us a bunch of dopes going, hey, what do I do? I feel terrible for her. By the way, if I ever, if I, when I see someone yelling about a mask in a store, I think they're just not bright anyway. Not because of the, the mask thing, but because in a private air, in a private business, I can tell you you can't come in without a shirt. I can tell you shoes, mask, it doesn't matter. You don't have the right. This is not, it's freedom America whenever you're in someone else's business that they own. If you came into my house and I said shoes off to come into my house. And like, I would have to take them off. You have to take your shoes off because it's my house. I you. I couldn't say take your shoes off to walk on the sidewalk. That's your, you do that. Anyway, I wish I had something, Kelly. I wish I did. I, I, you're the manager. If you were someone working in the store, I'd say, go tell your manager and get you out of this unsafe situation. But people have pulled guns on people. They've shot people. There have been people stabbed, punched, because someone that works there has been told, you got to make sure people have masks on. I don't know what to tell you, Kelly, because I'm starting to lose a little hope in people in general with this. Oh, I agree. I used, to think, to, I used to think we're going to get through this. We're going to shake it out. We're going to mm-hmm. be fine. I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah, because people are still refusing. I don't understand. And I feel, yeah, I feel bad. And I say just keep being your, just do your job and be kind, and but don't let those people get to you. If they yell at you, I know it's hard to hear, but just think in your head, something's not right with them. Or a blow dart gun. <laughs> Boom, and then it's like, uh. No, you can't do that. But just be like, Stay well. Kelly, I'm very sorry that you have to go through this. Mm-hmm. I'm very sorry that you have to go, hey, would you mind putting a mask on? It's kind of the rule here. And, and then they get aggressive with you. Mm-hmm. I understand if you don't like wearing a mask. I understand if you even feel like, hey, maybe I shouldn't wear a mask. Which we've said. We personally, we don't love wearing a mask. It's not like, oh, yay, can't wait to put on my mask and breathe through it and be all hot and whatever. Bobby get his glasses all fogged. Up, but we wear it because we care about people and we want this to slow down. Right? Isn't that what we do? That's what we do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I understand if a mask isn't for you and you don't think it's for you, but you can't go into a private business and then get mad that they're telling you to wear a mask. Right. It's This is America, right? Well, they get to own that spot and tell you what to wear if you want to be in their spot. I love America. Can't get enough of America. I was thinking this morning, you know what I can't get enough of? The US of A. Did you see, did you see Donald Trump's tweet or post or Instagram? About his patriotic to wear a mask? Yeah. Yeah. About him and his mask. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, because finally. at least if there's some people Let's that are go. following every movie he does, they'll be like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Rock Look that at mask. Him. Yes. So he's got the coolest mask I've ever seen, though. How do I get one of those black ones with like a logo on it? I think, what is the? I couldn't see the logo. Seal. Presidential seal. Oh, I figured it yeah. said something like POTUS. Yeah, his mask is rocking. 
All right. Love you guys. I think he was finally like, okay, I need to steer some people the right direction. All right. What do you think about the name for a boy, Ari? A-R-I. I like it. There's that bachelor dude that was Ari, right? Or mm-hmm. a NASCAR driver or something? Probably both. Yeah. Same Maybe person. he did both. Maybe he's, yeah, I think same like person. A, yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. She named her son Ari. Uh, and she had a girl, um, Callum. What do you think? C-A-L-L-U-M. No. Probably because I went to, I in Austin, there was a high school called McCallum. Mm-hmm. That's Rival? I don't know. Now you're penalizing a baby <laughs> no, because of your rival for in me, high school? I just, I don't know. It doesn't, <laughs> it's not rolling off the tongue for me. I guess, okay, so a little girl thinks Callum, right? Callum makes me also think of Callus. I don't know. Not I'm for not, you? I'm not feeling it. Are you? Uh, it's okay. Well, this, she named her her twins this. One named Ari, one named Callum. Okay. Which is normal-ish, right? You don't feel like she's naming her kid. No. You know, uh, super Calla, fragilistic, expialidocious. No, but why'd she do it? Well, there's a slight issue with the names with Ari and Callum. Switch them around. Calamari. <laughs> Calamari. Yeah, like the stuff you eat, calamari. Yeah, like squid. So when you say Callum first and Ari, it's like you're saying the seafood dish. Calamari, get down here. Calamari, come here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy, huh? <laughs> she really likes squid or what? No, she didn't do that on purpose. Oh. She literally named them Ari and Callum, and then she didn't realize that they were put them together, Calamari. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Um, Morgan was telling me about some baby shark ab workout. I'm going to play this song. Just a note to all our listeners. I'm sorry, because you're going to have this in your head for the next hour. What's the baby shark ab workout? So it's about a minute and a half long, which is how long the song is. And basically, you have to lay on the ground in a hollow hold and do like five different exercises, like scissors and V-ups. But the whole point is that you're going to the song. So every time it switches, it's like mama shark or baby shark. That's when the exercise switches. Mm -hmm. And people are like struggling to get through this workout because it's kind of hard. And a bunch of young gymnasts are the ones who put it together. So it's kind of a complicated workout. Oh, I'm sure their abs are or their core is very strong. (laughs) Can we put this up on our Facebook? Oh, yeah. So people can see it. Yeah. Maybe do it. Are you you exercising? I can do it. Yeah. What are you doing nowadays? I do a lot of Tracy Anderson just like at home. Still, huh? Good for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's my go-to right now. Well, I started it during quarantine because I wasn't doing that. I was able to do it at home and on my own. What about you? I mean, I'm on the bike some. I have no motivation to well, dominate my friends anymore. But you're also running. I'm running a little bit. Um, I haven't ran since I got all dizzy the other day, though. Mm-hmm. So I run a little bit. And then we play pickleball outside a lot. And we play basketball a little bit. Now I'm just trying because it's so hot outside. I'm just trying to stay active yeah. more than I am dialing in. So, yeah, I feel fine. I'm trying to eat a lot better. Lots of green. That's the goal. You want to lose weight? It's not about exercise. It's about eating right. If you want to be healthy, it's about eating right more than it is um, exercising. Yeah. You don't like that? No, I do. I mean, I think that that's true. A lot of times people can spend a bunch of time at the gym. Depends on everybody's different goals. What's your goal? Just to stay sane and happy and healthy and some of that isn't being I've had to let go of a lot of my food rules because I think for so long I had way too many so for me it's just relaxing around food but then also making sure I take care of my heart and my brain and that's moving my body we went to get a corona test yesterday wasn't feeling symptoms but Eddie has corona somebody else here in our little circle tested positive for it and I was like well I need to go get it 
And so we set it up online and drove over there, and we sat in our car. We never got out of our car. And they roll the windows down, and they come up, and they test your vitals. They put a thing on your finger, and they put a thing on your wrist, and they're doing all kinds of stuff. And one of them is your heart rate. And Caitlin was so nervous that they were like, hey, you have to calm down because your heart rate's going to like 130. And she's like, sorry, 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 sorry. Breathe. She was just nervous about getting that thing in her nose. Oh, I am too. So they do all that, and they got the mask and the apron and all that stuff on. The apron. (laughs) Whatever it is, the PPE, right? (laughs) Yeah. So they do all this, and I'm driver. She's passenger. The the lady does me, then does her. And uh, she goes, okay, we'll come back in a second. So then someone comes up to us and, like, talks us through it. Person's going to walk up. They're going to pull out a stick. They're going to stick it in your nose. Try not to pull away from it too hard. It's going to go in this far. And the stick looks like it's 10 feet long. It ends up not being as bad as it looked, but she's like, this is what the stick's going to look like. And I'm like, that's going in my head. She's like, it'll be great. So we go. It'll be great. And uh, no <laughs> they go, Caitlin goes first and she is really, she's bugging out a little bit, but they put it in her nose and they, it goes in a little bit and they swab around though. And she goes, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought. And I was like, okay, nice. Well, they stuck it in me. It was, it wasn't as fun as it was for her. My eyes just started pouring water. It wasn't as bad as people make it seem with like the back of the brain. But my eyes started watering a little bit. And they're like, all right, you're good to go. And we're like, okay, when do we know? So we did a rapid test. And they're like, we'll call you in the next 20 or 30 minutes. So, that fast? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're like, if you don't hear from us by 7 p.m., then you need to call our office. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go and we go to Sonic, get a drink. And then they call up and they're like, hey, Bobby, I was like, yeah, is Caitlin with you? Yeah. And it's like, okay, do you want to know your results together? And I was like, sure. And they're like, well, you're negative. She's negative. And I was like, oh, because I, I, I wasn't nervous because I felt anything. I was nervous because Eddie has it, although I haven't seen him in two weeks. What if he did have it while he was here? And that was the first part of it. I think he got on Florida. Um, and then another person that's in our circle up here, who I'm not going to say, and it's not my job to say so. He got it. And so I was like, oh, boy. Which the reason why we can say Eddie had is Eddie said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not just like putting his stuff out there. And then uh, I was talking to Morgan number two. I was like, hey, what's the feedback like whenever? Because we put the bit up of Eddie saying he had it. And what we were laughing about with Eddie was, one, he told Lunchbox and Ray that they were going to get it in Vegas. (laughs) We were irresponsible. They were irresponsible. They were. And Eddie kept tweeting at them. Yep. Taking shots, shots, shots. And so when we had this video of us laughing at Eddie, it wasn't because he got corona. No. It's because of the irony of him calling them two knuckleheads the whole time and then him getting it. And we also wouldn't have been laughing with him if he was still feeling bad. Right. He's rounded the corner to where his symptoms are. Well, I mean, it's kind of a bummer. He still can't smell. No, he has it back. Oh, Oh, I don't know this update. He farted and smelled it. Stop. I'm not kidding. Stop. I'm not kidding. Stop. He can tell you if he wants to. No. No, I'm that, sorry. That's, that's how real. I knew he got a smell back. I swear to God. I swear to you. <laughs> it wasn't like a piece of pizza no, or something. No, it wasn't because he never had it. <laughs> Amy, I promise. Can, did he try smelling something else? What if it's weird His and smell, you can smell odors from your body, no. but you can't smell His things smell like soap? Was, well, we can ask him. We'll have him on. And, I need him to try top, it out with something hour. not from his body. I talk with him all the time. Like, I'm genuinely concerned. I was, I was concerned about him. And I said, hey, man. Like, every day I check in. Sometimes three times a day. Like, how are you feeling? Do you need anything? Like, all the joking we do on this show, you have to understand we're only laughing with them because Eddie is literally one of my best friends on earth. And you would laugh with your friend who feels better, and you would laugh with your friend if they did something stupid like Eddie did, making fun of those two. Yeah. We And sometimes we get criticized because we do things on a national radio show. People go, you shouldn't do that on a national radio show. But when we're with our, we try to remain as authentically with our friends as possible, even if you guys are listening in. And most of the times it works for us. Sometimes it doesn't. But we're always going to do that. 
But with Eddie, I check in all the time. We send him food, making sure his wife's okay. And uh, I said, hey, are you all the way back? He goes, I'm feeling good. I just got my smell back. And I said, what's the first thing you smelled? And he goes, honestly, I didn't know I had it back until I farted. And then I smelled it. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, there it is. <laughs> he can tell the story if he wants coming up because he, then he did other stuff too. Okay. But, that, but he's back. So I, I think he's going to get a test tomorrow the next day. And he needs two negatives to come back to work. But I got it. We got our negatives. Good. Um, that's it. I mean, there's not a lot to it. I hope you can get it. Where it was frustrating to me was, and this is a whole broader issue, was that I can afford to pay the extra to get the test back quicker. That's what I did because I wanted to make sure I wasn't coming in and infecting anybody. Me, a few years ago, couldn't afford that test. And it is not fair that because I have a little more money that I can go and have better health care. It's just not fair. It is. It sucks. It's not fair. It's something that in my lifetime I want to help change. Because I, same person, a few years ago, wouldn't have been able to get that test. And if I was sick, I wouldn't have known it. I could have spread it. I could have gotten sick without helping. Like that was a another seminal moment for me where I'm going, this is not good. The system is not working how it should. It shouldn't be because I have a few more resources right now that I should be able to have an advantage in healthcare. Mm-hmm. So on the serious side of it, like that is like a real gut punch to me. And there's a nice reminder too. But because it's not me going, well, everybody, it's me going a few years ago, I couldn't have paid for that. And if I was sick and I'm getting all you guys sick and or if I get it bad and have to, it just is, it's not a good thing. Um, so we'll see what happens. Maybe I can change that. That'd be amazing. Um, any questions about my Corona test? Because is, is, they were pretty great. How often do you plan on getting tested? Well, I've been tested three times already today. <laughs> every, every break, someone comes in and sticks it in, and I do a different hole every hour. Mm. So, you know, you mm. wait till next, next, next break, and you're going to turn your head on this one. Okay, but seriously. Um, I have to get tested every week on my Nat Geo show. Okay. Because, I, yeah, that's a good point. We travel to a destination. I get there. They test me as soon as I land. We have our own bubble. We don't leave. I get tested. As soon as it comes back negative, we shoot. So I'll be getting tested a lot. And I know you were nervous, and you already knew I tested negative because I FaceTimed you last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. But I, you were nervous. When you have two people up here that's positive. And then how he answered it to me, he's like, okay, we got our results. And he goes, we are positively negative. Oh, but let's see. <laughs> I know. Why do that? Such Why? And when does your heart sink a little bit like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh. No, because I feel like I could see it in his face that he didn't have it. Oh, stop it. You can't read me. <laughs> yes, I can. Right. Are you You're kidding? you he has a bad poker face? Yeah. <laughs> They're predicting Taylor Swift will be the halftime performer of the Super Bowl, which I think is great. She'll do a great show. But is there going to be a Super Bowl? I would think so, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I think that... They're going to play. We may be a bit delayed. There won't be people in the stands, really. But I think there will be NFL football. So College football, TBD, man. Right. So NFL will do like the NBA and all stay in a bubble? I think so. Okay. Be, I think it'll be a semi-bubble-ish type thing. They're having issues right now because the players in the NFL don't think that the precautions are as good as they should yeah. be. But we'll see. I still think there'll be NFL. There'll be Super Bowl. I don't think there'll be fans. But I don't care as much about that as I do college football. I may have my Razorback shirt on today, mm-hmm. but I don't think college football starts on time. They're already doing things. But I think Taylor will be the, uh, what if it's a virtual Super Bowl? <laughs> what does that mean? You, she did it at her house. Oh, virtual, her performance. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, then I how thought, do you do? Uh, I was picturing like video players like Madden. It'd be like, oh, well, Tom Brady's out there. 
No, virtual is like, like everything we're watching now is virtual. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Taylor Swift, I think Rihanna is one of the ones that odds makers are saying is up there as well. If you won the lottery, would you want people to know? No. Me either. Lunchbox, you would, though. Oh, huh? yeah. I want people to know. I want to brag how rich I am and say, look at me. Come to daddy. You want a loan? Woo-woo. Well, everybody's going to be asking. Cousins, family. They're going to be mad at you if you don't give it to them. I don't care. I'm rich. I don't need them. <laughs> a guy won a lottery jackpot of more than $600,000 disguised as identity. And it shows, you know, when you stand up and you hold that big check, he is dressed as Darth Vader. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't want people to see who he was. That's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said he wanted to keep his identity hidden because he hadn't told people yet. Because as soon as you win the lottery, they're going to come to you and be like, I need to, let me get some money. We all got bills. Mm-hmm. And if we think we know someone with excess who could give it to us, we'd all like a piece. Yeah, and something about people asking for that seems more likely than if you worked really hard for something. I mean, people are still going to Because they're come like, after you just it. got lucky. Right. You should give us some of your luck. You should share your luck. Yeah. Yeah, rarely exactly. do people say you should share your work. Hey, share the fruits of your hard labor. <laughs> right. Uh, the winner said he's still working on plans for his winnings. Quote, I want to decide what's the best thing to do before spending anything. I need to decide what my goals are, but I know I want to own a bus. And so a house. And but he wants $600,000, went in as Darth Vader. I'm surprised I have to put his name out, though. Uh, some states are different. Yeah, every state. Some you can remain anonymous and others you, you have, have to, to say, say your it. name. Yep. This guy fakes COVID to get out of work. A restaurant in Michigan had to shut down for two days after a busboy said he tested positive just to get out of work for the day. Cost him thousands of dollars. He probably didn't think about that part. He was a busboy at a Michigan restaurant, Timber Steakhouse and Seafood. He had his friend pretend that he was his dad, called in, said, hey, he's got coronavirus. The restaurant had to shut down for two days, losing thousands of dollars. Here's for the busboy. Here's the GM of the man of the restaurant talking about that. It was heartbreaking. I mean, I, I worried about the staff. I worried about, oh my God, do I have COVID at this point? We had to shut down the business for the safety. He doesn't know what he did, and I feel terrible because this is a young kid that made a mistake, but this is now a police matter. Mm, that's cool. that stinks. Cause he didn't do all that on purpose. He didn't call in sick with COVID to have all that happen, but that is... Yeah, it's different. Okay, like he probably doesn't think of it as, well, I didn't like call in with a bomb threat because that's ridiculous. I would never do that. But this is almost kind of similar because you have now given everybody that works there the fear that they have now contracted coronavirus and that they something terrible could happen to them. Well, as a former waiter, I can tell you that if I didn't get to work for a couple of days, I lost money too. So think yeah. about the waiters that work there. Mm-hmm. Wages, tips, they got to pay to get tested. That's a bad That's a bad situation. I know. I, I'm sure he learned from it. At least I hope so, and he probably feels horrible. We've talked a lot about interesting piano stories recently where the one guy goes in and plays and they give it to him. This guy's name is Jimmy Lou from Tennessee. He's 18 years old. He went viral on TikTok because he posted a video of himself. He's playing piano with one hand. He's in like black Adidas sweats, a white t-shirt, um, wears glasses kind of like me. And he's playing piano with one hand, but he's also solving a Rubik's Cube with the other. No way. Yeah. So here he is playing the Wii theme song and then solving a Rubik's Cube in all under 30 seconds. That's the piano. Can you hear the Rubik's Cube? Yeah. I can't do either. I can't do the piano. I can't do the Rubik's Cube. 
Can you pat your head and rub your belly just right now without practicing? Go, pat your head. No, you're rubbing both. No, you're, now you look like you're spanking something. I don't even know what's happening right now. <laughs> no, I, I you're can't. pulling your hair out. You're spanking yourself. I, I'm patting my pat. belly and I'm rubbing my head. Now you did a little bit. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, this feels weird. Okay, but yeah, I can't do that. My daughter's brain, I think it might be like that. Caitlin's brain, my girlfriend reads words backwards and can spell backward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people can do some weird stuff. Yeah, we got this. What can your daughter do? Well, so we got this game. Shoot, what's it called? Magic, magic blocks. If y'all want to order it, it's on Amazon. It's like thirteen dollars. Magic blocks, and it's sort of like Rubik's cube, but you have two little boards and you move the. You have a shaker and it shakes. You shake up these little colors and it gives you the pattern, and then you race to see who can mimic the pattern and you move the blocks around. And it, she fin like I play my daughter, thirteen years old. She finishes it in thirty seconds. And Dominates. Yeah, and then five minutes later, I'm still like, shoot, I can't get the blue over here with the white. <laughs> I mean, our brains are just so different. It's very impressive. Here's a clip on my Instagram of Caitlin, my girlfriend. She can spell words frontward and backward. She sees the word, so she can spell it backward easily. The word is Starbucks. S-T-A-R-B-U-C-K-S, S-K-C-U-B-R-A-T-S. The next word is baseball. B-A-S-E-B-A-L-L-L-L-A-B-E-S-A-B. That's crazy! Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Cabinet. I don't know how to spell it properly. It's A-B-I-N-E-T-T-E-N-I-B-A-C. What is happening here? Crazy. And, and nobody in her life really highlighted how cool that was until like, and I can't get enough of it. Wow. I'm like, baby, do that thing that turns me on. <laughs> spell sweatshirt backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A Michigan police officer got the call of a choking child when he said, I'm on the case. He pulls up and the mom comes running out with a three-week-old baby who's choking, not breathing. Wow. Officer jumps out of his car, flips that baby over, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, look, she's got a pulse. She's okay. Calms the mom, saves the baby. Three so, weeks. So calm under pressure. And it was all caught on the dash cam video. Woo-hoo-hoo, Man, boy. That is awesome. Three weeks. You probably got to hit that baby just right. Not too hard. Not too soft. three weeks old, but not too soft because you got to get out whatever it is. Yeah. Man, shout out to that police officer. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone with us now is our video producer who is still gone because he has coronavirus. It's producer Eddie. Hey, man, how you feeling today? What up? What up? I feel good, man. I'm ready to get out of this joint. Are you still locked in the bedroom? I am, and I'm thinking about breaking out today, dude. I can't. I'm, I can't take much of this. Like, I, I'm. I'm kind of over it. I'm ready to get out. No, I get you're over it, but is it safe <laughs> to go out where your wife is and your four kids? Well, the doctor did say today was the day. If I felt better, get out. You know, like, but but I still am dealing with a little bit of chest congestion. Then so you can't, I don't know. Yeah, you can't go if you're not symptomless, right? No, but this is what I'm thinking, Bones. Like, the chest thing, I feel like it's an aftermath of what, what the virus did to me. Like, you know, you have the symptoms of, of tiredness and then the chills and then you the headaches and the sinus and all that. All that's gone. And I had the chest pressure, and now that's kind of the remaining thing where I just got to cough it all up and open it up there. Okay. Are you diagnosing yourself or the doctor told you <laughs> no, all like, this that no. you just said? Is it, did you make up this story or is it? Yeah. That's just, that's just me thinking. That's, I mean, if you, if you listen to your body, I believe it tells you what to do. What have you been eating every day? 
Uh, different things, you know. Uh, I breakfast with a, you know, like a protein bar, banana, a cup of coffee, lots of water, a sandwich for lunch, and then yesterday, Lunchbox and his wife brought brought us dinner. What they bring you? Cause we brought you pizzas. They beat us. Uh, they they did Italian, like a chicken parmesan with salad. Mm, yeah, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to sign up for the meal train and bring you some Mexican. Here's the thing, Eddie. If you walk out of that room and you get back involved with your wife, the kids, the day-to-day, first of all, let's take the medical part out of it, the symptoms. If you do that, you're then expected to do that, and fun time is now officially over. Fun time meaning being meaning in my room? Room, video games, oh. food, taking care of. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, Eddie. And, and, and the corona... We're glad you're feeling better, but I'm saying if you go and you integrate yourself back into the day-to-day, you're going to have to do that. Bones, I really went into this thing thinking like, you know, five days, six days into quarantine, this isn't bad. You know, like I got video games, I got movies, Netflix, everything. I have meals coming to my door. Yes, it's awesome. And then I started thinking like, well, prison's not too bad if it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but but then then bones. After a while, I mean, I'm I want out. I yeah. started peeling the popcorn ceiling off of my room now because I'm like getting bored. But you feel good, huh? I feel good, man. I'm just waiting for this chest thing to clear up. Like I can take a deep breath now, and it hurts just a little bit, and I want to cough more. But that's that's it. Oh, did you t- did you tell the guys the good news? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. What, what, what good news? What are you talking about? <laughs> Guys, yesterday I found out that I can smell again. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. What was it? The pizza? <laughs> no, no. You, you want to know how it happened? Yeah. Like, are you bar of soap because you said you took a shower and you couldn't smell the soap. That's how you knew you lost your smell. <laughs> No, guys, I farted and I smelled my own <laughs> I told you guys. I told you that's what he did. Oh my God. Didn't they didn't believe me, dude. We thought Bobby lied to us. But did no, you try smelling no. something that didn't come from your body? Yes. And that, as soon as I smelled that, I ran up and I went to the bathroom and I got uh, rubbing alcohol. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I smell that. And then I got the deodorant. I smelled that. Cologne. I'm back, boys. <laughs> That's good. Eddie, I told them that story earlier, and they thought I was making it up being funny. <laughs> no, it's a true story. It was one of those things, too, where I was just like, I'd done it 500 times before while I've been in this room. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a second. I smelt that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, so what's the plan? You're getting another test when? Tomorrow. Okay, so you get one tomorrow, and then if it comes back negative, then what happens? Uh, and, and then, I mean, I, then for sure I'm out for sure. I'm out of the room. And then I kind of, you know, back into normal activity, but then I, then I guess you say I got to take two. So, I mean, I'm just going to go right back and take another one. Hey, Scuba, isn't that the rule? Oh, let's, let's bring Scuba, Steve, our executive producer on. How does Eddie get to come back to work? So I have to confirm, but I believe it's two tests that are negative within a two week period. So Wait, you take this test, wait then, a few days and take it again. Okay. So he's going to take one tomorrow. Yeah. And then wait a couple of days and then take another one. If they both come back negative, he's free to come in. He's free to come in. Yeah, he's out of jail. And so with Lunchbox and Morgan, they sit right by, they all sit by each other. I, We had a day, we mentioned this yesterday. Are you, if he gets two negatives, are you going to be okay? I mean, I'm going to have to be okay. My hands already got sweaty when you said that. But <laughs> I mean, if he takes two tests and they're negative, then he's negative. Yeah. I mean, I have to be okay with that. Morgan? 
Yeah, I mean, we don't really have a choice. It kind of <laughs> is what it is. Are you guys getting tested again? I am going to get a test. Yeah. When? when? Tomorrow. Yeah. You doing Just the cause... quick one? Yep. Morgan? I haven't been yet, but I've thought about it since there was another person in our circle. I'm like, I guess I should probably go again. Is that, that why you're going? That's why I'm going because oh, I just shoot. started thinking. I'm like, well, that person was around oh, us. you should go, Amy. I know, but I figured if you were negative, I'm negative. That's not how it works. <laughs> Come on. Because you and I, although we are very close in, in, as humans, we don't sit close to each other. You're the closest to me, but we're 10 feet away right here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eddie, I'm, I'm, glad yeah. to, I'm glad to hear your smile. Oh, thank, can you hear it through the phone? Yes, mm-hmm. we can. I mean, it, it's, it's really cool listening to you guys because I, I do miss being there with you all and listening to the show from the outside. It's fun to listen to you guys. Are, it's, it's a lot of fun. I really miss you guys, though. I miss being there. All right. Well, uh, t- I'll talk to you later today, but uh, get better, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at some point. All right, guys. Hey, Eddie, what, what segment would you have pitched today for us to do? Um, I was going to pitch, oh, I was going to pitch that, well, of course, Lunchbox brought me lunch. And it was really weird, too, because when they brought me lunch, I did want to mention that they stayed outside for, like, 10 minutes going through the meal. And I watched them through the window, and I don't know what they were doing, but they were taking stuff out, taking stuff in. I even saw at one point lunch open up the salad and then pour some of the salad into another (laughs) container it was what? very strange i don't know what was happening well, listen we just dropped it on the porch and i drove away i was like eddie it's there buddy did right. you have another delivery or no what? no no. the salad because we got us dinner also and there was two things the salad and i was like well eddie's wife is the only one that really eats the salad so she doesn't need that full thing so you took their salad so i poured some of their salad into uh, into our bag and like chicken parm i was like i didn't order chicken parm but that's a lot of chicken parm for their fans so i took one cutlet of chicken and put it in my thing <laughs> No, you didn't. I really did. Uh, yeah, you did. Right. I'm telling you, I watched it all, and I was like, it's very strange. They've been out there for 10 minutes because <laughs> Lunchbox, is he's the guy that pulls up to your house honking. Like He starts honking two houses down. Dun, 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 dun. Then he pulls up, and you're like, oh, well, there he is. He's here. And then they just went through all the stuff for 10 minutes. It was very strange. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll uh, have us a segment for tomorrow, too. I'm giving all right, guys. a homework. <laughs> uh, all right, Eddie. Later, dude. Bye, guys. The Bobby Bones Show. There's this woman in Austin. She says she loves dogs. Um, she felt like when she was younger that she was a dog and like she liked to do things that dogs did. She'd roll around, fetch balls. She loved getting praise. People would be like, hey, good girl. Mm-hmm. So she was an optician for a while, but she started an account from this site called OnlyFans. He said she didn't post anything crazy, but she met two guys and they were like, hey, there's something called the pet placing. So she makes money now and just acting like a dog on camera. Mm-hmm. She now charges her fans $20 a month and she makes a good living. Better than she did being an optrician, an optician. I don't know what an optician is. I'm assuming eyes. Eyes? Yeah. But they subscribe and she does uh, content where she chases after balls. Oh my gosh. She walks around on a leash. <laughs> she takes baths. They watch her take baths like a dog. And the majority of her revenue comes from people requesting custom videos. Mm. One follower paid her 1200 bucks for one piece of footage. Interesting. She makes more money doing this than what she studied to do. Like acting like a dog. If someone said to you, hey, Amy. No. I already can tell you no, but go ahead and ask me. Like, you know, I really love a, a coal miner. If you just spend all day acting like a coal miner. Right. And you wear and you get d- dirty and... Mm-hmm. And it's going to pay you more than this show. All you have to do all day is, is cosplay coal miner. Would you do it? No. You wouldn't? What about cat? No. 
Okay. I'm not. That doesn't. I don't think that would be fulfilling for me. And this is like I would choose fulfillment and what I enjoy over money. Well, she may get fulfillment though, because she said as a kid she liked to do things True. like a dog. Good point. So we're we're well. Different. People are into all kinds of stuff. We're talking about feet the other day, and I didn't get feet. I don't get why guys are so into feet. Mm-hmm. Now that I could get into. <laughs> no. Uh, Dr. Fauci's throwing out the first pitch at the Nationals Yankees game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I threw out the first pitch. I've thrown out a couple, like, minor league, but I did. I threw out one at the Chicago Cubs game last year. Big deal. There, It's a no-win situation. Because if you get up and you throw it over the plate, nobody cares. You're not going to throw it so fast and so hard that everybody's going to be like, dang. And then if you throw it and it's bad, you're going to get made fun of forever. It was awesome for me to get to go out on, you know, I've been a Cubs fan my whole life. To go out, throw it off the mound at Wrigley Field. It was amazing. Were you so nervous? No, because I was like, I'm not going to let the pressure of this ruin it. So I just got up there and just tossed it. Okay. And Arkansas Keats, a diehard Cubs fan, so he that was the best part of it. It was taking him onto the field. Somewhere he thought he would never get to go. Yeah. Somewhere that I would have never gotten to you. go. Same with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fauci's going to throw the first pitch. That was pretty cool. I saw this kid drop $20,000. A kid? On his on Twitch, his parents' money. Mm. I was thinking about, didn't your kids get on Amazon yes. at one point and spend a bunch of money? Kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. What do they do? Well, they ordered a bunch of stuff on, they downloaded all these different apps on their tablet that were like $2.99 an app, and Amazon refunded me. They did? Yeah. This kid was on Fortnite and spent $20,000 without his parents' knowledge. Oh Subscriptions. What? Uh, yeah, skins, $19,870.94 to the debit card between June 14th and June 30th. Isn't that J- nuts? That's like 15 days, 16 days. What? Yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah. Some, I mean, parents just have to be, we, we learned like, oh, okay, we need to have the parental control on. This is a teenager, though. They need a code to enter. Teenager mm-hmm. can figure out that parental code. Oh, well, I mean, Stevens can figure it out. Yeah. Um, you want to do Cornies After Dark? Sure. Amy mentioned this earlier that she had some corny morning cornies. <laughs> I, I can say them though. If you say it and it comes <laughs> gonna, off as bad, we're gonna bleep it. Ray, do you have the bleeper ready? Yep. I'm gonna start with the one that I don't think we'll have to bleep. So we do this segment. If you've heard the show long enough, Amy does a quick corny joke at the top of the hour, last hour, mm-hmm. not this hour, last hour, and it's always wholesome. And it started as a joke, but kids loved it, so we just do it. It's quick. But this is not for kids. But some, this is the corny after dark, which we know it's not after dark. But after dark just means when the kids are yeah. in school or away. Who cares? This is like... Do you have the, the specific imaging too? Yep. Here we go. And now the morning corny after dark. What's the fastest way to determine the sex of a chromosome? What's the fastest way to determine the sex of a chromosome? Pull down its genes. <laughs> <laughs> that was morning corny. Get it? After dark. Oh, we got it. That was funny. Jeans with a G. I know. That yeah, one's like a little good. after dark, but. You worried about this one? I'm worried about this one. All right, here we go. And now the morning <laughs> corny after dark. What did the elephant say to the naked man? <laughs> what did the elephant say to the naked man? How do you breathe through that tiny thing? <laughs> 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 we don't have to beat that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> we don't have to beat. That's good. Okay, okay. That was morning corny after dark. Do you have another one? Yeah, I have two more. Okay, go Ooh, ahead. I'm nervous. And now the morning corny <laughs> after dark. What did the man say to the police officer who told him, anything you say will be held against you? What did he say? 
Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> The morning corny after dark. Amy's waving this one off already. Get the beeper ready, Ray. Be ready to beep. Go ahead. Okay. What did the sperm bank receptionist say to the clients before they left? What did the sperm bank receptionist say to the clients before they left? Thanks for coming. Beep that one out. Yeah. That was morning corny. After dark. So here's what we're gonna do. Hold on. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna beep it out, but on the podcast we'll unbeep it. Okay. So if you're listening to this on the podcast right now, you heard it on the radio. Ray hit the beeper on that one. We good with that, everybody? That's hilarious. You want to hear the podcast? Bobby Bones Show. Search for it wherever you listen okay. to your podcast. That one's funny. So, yeah. After Dark. Okay, that's all my After Dark because I have for now. Okay. These boaters, they went out for the day. And people always want to see dolphins or whales or maybe a shark. You know, if you're out in the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. This eight-foot shark circled this boat for 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. The mean one, the big, great white shark. Imagine you're out on the boat. It's a nice day. And then this shark is circling you. For 15 minutes. That's what happened. And it, it, I don't think I've ever seen a shark except in an aquarium. Have you? No. I've never seen one like at the ocean. I think I'd be freaking out a little bit though. The eight-foot shark circled them for about 15 minutes. They took pictures, but I guess you only circle when you're hungry. Yeah, for sure. If I also, if I was on that boat and I saw the article the other day about how the shark just jumped in and ate the boy. Mm, well, pulled the boy. The dad jumped in on the shark and saved him. I know. But yeah. still, tried to eat them. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show.